0: In 1989, Penrose, a math prof at Oxford, published a book called The Emperor's New Mind. In it, he proposed that human consciousness was quantum mechanical in nature. At that time, though, he couldn't point to any part of the brain that might operate by quantum mechanical principles. Kyle had started his studies at U of T just after that book came out. A lot of people were talking about it then, but Penrose's stance had seemed to Kyle just a wild assertion. Then, a few years later, an M.D. named Stuart Hameroff tracked Penrose down. He'd identified precisely what Penrose needed, a portion of the brain's anatomy that seemed to operate quantum mechanically. Penrose elaborated on this in his 1994 book, Shadows of the Mind. But Penrose was nuts, said Kyle. He and that other guy were proposing, what was it now, some part of the cytoskeleton of cells as the actual site of consciousness? Cheetah lit his LEDs in a nod, microtubules, to be precise. He said, each protein molecule in a microtubule has a slot in it, and a single free electron can slide to and fro in that slot. Yeah, 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 said Kyle dismissively. And an electron that can be in multiple positions is the classic quantum mechanical example. It's possibly here, or possibly there, or possibly somewhere in between, and until you measure it, the wavefront never collapses. But Cheetah, it's a big leap from finding some indeterminate electrons to explaining consciousness. You're forgetting the full impact of Dr. Hameroff's contribution. He was an anesthesiologist, and he'd discovered that the action of gaseous anesthetics, such as halothane or ether, was to freeze the electrons in microtubules. With the electrons frozen in place, consciousness ceases. When the electrons are again free to be quantally indeterminate, consciousness resumes. Kyle raised his eyebrows. Really? Yes, the neural nets in the brain, the interconnections between neurons, are intact throughout, of course, but consciousness seems independent of them. In creating me, you accurately emulated the neural nets of a human brain, and yet I still don't pass the Turing test. The same Alan Turing that Josh Hunniker had idolized had proposed the definitive test for whether a computer was exhibiting true artificial intelligence. If by examining its responses to whatever questions you cared to ask it, you couldn't tell that it wasn't really human, then it was indeed true AI. Cheetah's jokes, his solutions to moral quandaries, and more constantly revealed his synthetic nature. Ergo, continued the voice from the speaker grill, There is something else to being human besides neural nets.